0: Welcome back, hour number three of the Bill Michaels Show. We are glad you're on board. Hopefully, you're enjoying your Monday. More of a frigid Monday, but a a Monday. We're all back at it. We now know the uh, the two teams that are set for Phoenix, Arizona, and Super Bowl. Looking forward to that. Going to be heading out there a week from today. We'll be uh, live on Radio Row. Less than a week. We're going to be winging our way there. So really, uh, I, I encourage you, follow us over on Twitter, at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels. You can follow Ben at ben at ben Z. Kenny. But you follow us on Twitter. Uh, you follow us on Facebook. Uh, go to Facebook.com slash TheBillMichaelsShow. Uh, the Real Bill Michaels over on Instagram. And uh, I don't even know what the hell my TikTok handle is. I don't know what that is. But uh, nevertheless, we're going to be doing a lot of stuff, a lot of social media stuff. Uh, myself, Mike, Erica, Kristen, all going to be doing a ton of social media stuff out in Arizona, coming up, uh, coming up starting probably Saturday morning, really. So starting Saturday morning and then all the way through the entire week with that we're there and, uh, we'll be, uh, then heading back. Mike Clemon's going to be on the ground as well. So follow Mike. Mike's always got intriguing, interesting stuff. Uh, Mike is a workaholic. So Mike, uh, is posting stuff all the time. So we'll be doing a bunch of different stuff. So uh, make sure you look for us out in Arizona beginning on Saturday. We'll be there. Uh, 877-867-1670. Made them wait a long time. Uh, Sorry about that. Tommy's in Mount Pleasant. Tommy, how are you doing today, man? What's going on? Hey, Bill,
1: how are you? I enjoy the show.
0: Thank you so much. I'm good. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing great. I wanted to comment. You made the, first of all, uh, marcus Vel marquez valdez scantling had a phenomenal game on a huge stage yesterday yes and I he agree did with you Pat. but you raised the question how on earth could not the packers use a, a a weapon like that well your your memory must have got foggy because valdez scantling geronimo allison and uh st brown they all had the same problem they like to drop passes caught thrown to them and i'm i'm i think i'm one of thousands of your listeners that sat at home and said, why on earth do they still throw the ball to that guy? Uh, So hopefully he got, I hope he has a great tremendous career going forward, but that was a problem that they, I don't think they could wait around for the guy to get good.
0: I, you know, that's part of it. Uh, I completely understand, but, I I also I guess the question then becomes how many opportunities on a consistent basis did you give him now does he get more opportunities say if he was here this year would he have been the main guy absolutely he would have had more opportunities but you don't know what a guy's truly got until you use him and I we all know that there was a focus and or safety blanket of Devante Adams so when anything even became closely irrelevant to a pass play that was not going to go Aaron Rodgers' way, he was automatically looking for Devontae. Instead of allowing some things to play out, it was automatically Devontae left, Devontae right, Devontae downfield, wherever, because you could see it go back to even the use of Alan Lazard. As much as he sings L- Lazard's praises in key moments in the game against the 49ers and against the, uh, the the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the postseason, he was looking all Devontae all the time, even in double coverage versus a guy like Alan Lazard who was running wide open over the middle. You know what I mean? So, the you know, where, where Patrick Mahomes is like, look, I'm just throwing it to the open guy. Or I'm throwing it to the way the play is designed.
1: You know? Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. But I also will tell you, I'm not a huge Kansas City Chiefs fan, but I will tell you one thing. If I looked at maybe four or five of their games, guess what was prevalent in every one of those games? A drop by Valdez Cantling. So yeah. he still did it with Kansas City. But I agree with you um, with the shadow of Adams was – was way too big for a lot of these young guys to really get tested and proven. And I'm sure that the Green Bay uh, Brain Trust finally said, geez, you know what? And and probably when it came down to money, they probably looked at him and said, okay, what are we going to do? Who are we going to pay here? And that's probably how he's out. Like I say, I hope he has a phenomenal rest of his career.
0: Good stuff, man. Appreciate it. Thanks for holding for such a long period of time, too. I appreciate that. Absolutely. 867 uh give us a th- give us a call there uh, another question uh Brett had he said thoughts about Jerry gray leaving to go to Atlanta um whenever you have coaching staff moves and guys move up they're promoted from within uh and such it it always takes some adjustment. Because, you know, much like Stenevich, when he was just the offensive line coach, you, you basically coached the five, seven, eight guys that you had sitting in your room. And then when you become the offensive coordinator, suddenly everything comes into play. You're setting up film. You're you're going through certain plays. You're getting all, all the looks that you can possibly get out of your opponent to set it up for your team, for your, your meetings to go over. You know, there's a lot more to it than just sitting there with your guys looking at blocking schemes. And... You know things then can suffer, especially if the guy that comes in has just a different way of doing things. It takes guys a little bit longer to get kind of acclimated, so to speak. So, um, and Jerry Gray was an emotional guy. He was an outspoken guy. You know, he was a guy. He was. I I don't know if he was the Kevin Green of that. You know, maybe he was. He was kind of the Kevin Green of that team, in the sense of being a rah-rah guy, a machismo guy, but he wasn't Kevin Green. I mean, Kevin Green was a different cat. But, yeah, losing that guy, uh, you know, you lose an energy in your room. You lose an energy in your room. Uh, Merlin says, so, Bill, Aaron Rodgers has been to five NFC championship games, has one Super Bowl win. Patrick Mahomes has been to five AFC championship games, has one Super Bowl win. If he does not win the Super Bowl, do we start to label him as overrated or an underachiever, choker, et cetera? Well, no, he's been to a couple of Super Bowls, right? Had he lost this game, we would have looked at it as, well, Patrick Mahomes was nicked up. Or, you know, Cincinnati just has their number. But yeah, you, you know, think about it. Um, had Kansas City not won this game, would then Andy Reid go from being this offensive guru and this great coach, and for what he's done and the championships he's gone to and such, to a guy that just simply can't get it done? Because that's the reason he got kind of ran out of Philadelphia, right? Ben
2: was, yeah, he was a guy that could get you there, but he was never going to win it for you. Five NFC titles, yeah. one Super Bowl appearance, right? So, so they. Kansas
0: City, for, for Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, they needed this big time. But you could have I, – well, I, that's a great question because would we have looked at – if Patrick Mahomes would have lost that game, say Joe Burrow drives him down, they kick a field goal, they win the game. Would we be looking at Patrick Mahomes today the same as people look at Aaron Rodgers now? Now, Patrick Mahomes has a lot more in front of him. And let's look at it this way. Since Patrick Mahomes has come into the league, he's got a Super Bowl win and five NFC championship appearances. And he's not even 30 years. Well, he's like, what, 28, 29? 27. 27
2: years old. There's been one year he has not made the AFC title. That was his rookie year when he did not start. Every single year he's been the uh, the starter. He's been there. So I, I do think those narratives would have to take, what, seven years to really fester? Right? It's a little too early. If he's early in his 30s, say 32, 33,
0: and you're starting to look at legacy and all that, maybe it's different. But this guy's been – it's like it's not even the – Lamar Hunt trophy. It's like it's a Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reed trophy at this point because they've been in that situation so often together. So no, I I don't think we're looking at it the same. I, 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 I venture to guess that, and he's probably going to be there again, you know, in the next two or three years, you would assume. Um, and I'll say this and to, like going into next season Depending on how many people out of that defensive unit Cincinnati loses and what they do to give another weapon, you know, to to Josh Allen and getting Von Miller back for that defense and to add to that defense in Buffalo and what – between those three teams, I think those three teams are it, right? Am I wrong? Is there anybody that's right now on the cusp? And you could maybe even say because Jacksonville has a lot of money, maybe they could possibly be there. But do we dare even at this point put Trevor Lawrence and elevate him into the same discussion as a team that has
2: Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, or Josh Allen? I don't think we do. He's he just finished his second year. He showed great improvement. Right. He's going to be surrounded by more. So you could say they are a they're the same kind of contenders. The Chargers. Right. And the Chargers bring in Kellen Moore, which should actually help Herbert for once. Right. So there are a bunch of the uh, of teams on that tier aside from the already achieved greatness tier of they have talent they have the quarterback they just have to all put it together at the right time
0: you know maybe the outlier might be the chargers
2: well thanks to mr staley
0: yeah okay. i mean but you know boy if, if mahomes doesn't win this game he still has 5 nfc championship games and one super bowl but he's still only 27 so that that becomes a little different in the discussion versus Rodgers sitting there right now at the age of 39-40 with one Super Bowl and five NFC Championship games. You're comparing record to record, but you're not comparing apples to apples, in my opinion. If you were going to start, and I hate to do this, God, I hate these discussions, but I'm going to ask it anyway. If you're going to start a team in the AFC right now, which quarterback are you taking? Mahomes, Burrow, Josh Allen, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Herbert. Which one of those teams, or which one of those quarterbacks are you taking to start your team? And I think I'd have to say Patrick Mahomes. I think technically the best quarterback is Joe Burrow. But there is something that Mahomes does that only Mahomes can do. And these are all the things we used to say about Aaron Rodgers on a consistent basis. But I think technically the best quarterback is Joe Burrow. But there is a magic to Mahomes that he just has and has had since he came into the league. That's a great question, though. It's a great question. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Snowmore Dan says uh, Joe Burrow based on his age. Rick Harris says Joe Burrow. Um, you know the other story and, and Rick also brings up, uh, you know, who's Mike McCarthy gonna hire for the offensive coordinator position? Uh, yeah, the uh, that that's a whole other story within itself we could talk about. but uh Mike McCarthy having uh, the coaching issues, if you will. and you wonder where you wonder if that was Mike's doing or if that was Jerry's doing down in Dallas. I think Jerry Jones really likes Mike McCarthy ever since they had the pillow fight on
2: his (laughs) down in Miami. I mean, it feels like Jerry, Jerry's the one to grasp at straws, right? Because he knows he's not going to be there for long or however long he has left. Yeah. Just uh, a lot. I mean, he's old, right? Right. So he knows he has to get it done. I don't think Mike McCarthy is stupid enough to fire Kellen Moore and take over play calling. I don't see how this ends well, to be honest. Yeah. Not to mention they're paying Zeke $17 million. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. And uh, on the Rodgers-Mahomes thing, Rodgers made his fifth NFC title at age 37. And right. he didn't start until he was 25, Mahomes 22, right. uh, and all that. But Mahomes is 10 years younger at the same thing. the The comparison's hard. And the context is all different. Where Mahomes will have a home field advantage route there. Rodgers, as you have gone over, has carried the team there many times where they probably weren't worthy of being in that spot. Mm -hmm. So it's tough. 877-867-1670.
0: 877-867-1670. If you want to hit us up, please feel free. Go ahead and do so again. 877-867-1670. This portion of the program brought to you by our good friends over there at Dwayne's Cover It All. As you had mentioned, Dwayne hit you up on uh, on Twitter over the weekend, congratulating you. He's just that kind of guy. Nice guy. Go to Dwayne's. D-U-A-N-E-S. Dwayne's com. That is Dwayne's CoverItAll.com, and he is – I just saw, like I was saying the other day, uh, over on uh, the Facebook fan page, they did. Uh, he did a bunch of gym equipment. He can do everything. He can do uh, boats and boat covers and awnings for out in front of your business. He can reupholster furniture for your house, your dinette set, whatever it happens to be. But also, when it comes to business – he can do things such as uh, office furniture, office chairs, and such, uh, but also in gyms. He does gym stuff, gym apparel and stuff, as well, or not gym apparel, but gym, uh, gym equipment as well. So get a hold of our buddy, Dwayne. 715 870 2119. 715 870 2119. Go to Dwayne's, D-U-A-N-E-S, Dwayne'sCoverItAll.com. He is absolutely the best. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next.
1: This is the Bill Michael
0: Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network.
3: She
0: lies well, welcome back to the program, singing some Pearl Jam. I love this tune. Good job, Bill Michael Show. Coming up the bottom of the hour, every now and then, some things cross Twitter that I have to pay attention to. I just do. And there are things that are so bizarre that you you have to bring it to the forefront. You have to express what exactly are people thinking. Now, I will give you a, a, a tiny hint. Years ago, uh, I was uh, vacationing. Uh, got a, a house they go to down in Indiana in a little town called Brookville. And there was a kid, uh, I shouldn't say kid, it was a young guy. He was, I don't know, probably in his early 20s. And he had some sweatpants on and stuffed a car battery in his pants, tied them really tight around them and tried to walk out the door with a giant square, you know, auto light package. uh, And got busted, obviously. Uh, This will rival it and then some. Just an FYI. So you you want to stick around for the bottom of the hour. Just hang in there with us. Hang in there with us. Um, 877-867-1670. If you want to find us, please feel free to go ahead and do so. 877-867-1670. Steven says if I want to start a team in the AFC right now, I'm taking Patrick Mahomes just because he has got ice water running through his veins. He's been so good in big moments. That is the guy that I would would want running my team. Steve says... Uh, There is nobody cooler under pressure than Joe Cool, Joe Burrow. He has been under siege the last two years, and he's still been able to take his team to AFC championship games and a Super Bowl. Uh, He is by far the best. Uh, James says, how can we even put Josh Allen in the mix? He throws picks at the worst opportune time and has cost his team trips to the big game rather than helped his team get there. Well, he can get you to those postseason games but you're right he has had some moments and uh you know it it it, you know you're right he has thrown some picks and that's been one of his biggest issues is that he has thrown specifically in the red zone he's had some issues in the red zone throwing picks so no I, i i would agree with that i would agree with that 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Ross says, did you see what Schefter said over on Pat McAfee? We were just talking about that, Ben, that there's really nothing. There's nothing new, right? He's just talking about the same stuff.
2: Yeah, I got through most of it. He said the whole, uh, if they trade him, they'll trade him to the AFC. Yeah. thing, Which, I mean, we kind of take as a given. I don't know if that's news, but then, yeah, they're just throwing teams at him. And he says, yeah, it's a real possibility he lays out the case that this is when to do it if you're ever going to do it. Right. Which I think everybody, even if you don't want to trade him, you kind of accept that that's true.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah, I uh, I would agree. But uh, there's <laughs> unless you heard something we didn't, there's really nothing new there. So, uh, by the way, Vic Fangio, who many wanted to see come into Green Bay, he is now uh, on a three-year deal uh, with a fourth-year team option, Vic Fangio is, he is now with the Dolphins. He is now with the
2: Dolphins. You also have D'Amico Ryans likely to Houston. Yeah, heard what broke, Which means the Eagles keep their coordinators. Yeah. And then the the Broncos are weird. Because there was, a, you see the Jim Harbaugh story? Yeah, how he,
0: Jim Harbaugh swore he was staying in Michigan and still met with the Broncos. They liked him, flew in to meet with him. He said, I'm a Michigan man for
2: life. And where does that stand now? They met again this week. Again? Yes. And I don't know who said no, but one, one side said no, but he is interested enough to take the meeting. Right. Which means it wasn't a don't come here and meet with me deal. Right. But In other words, I'm a Michigan man for life, but I'll listen
0: to anything you have to say. And if the money's right and the control's right, I'll leave. Yep. Pretty much. That's it. 877-867-1670. Let's go back to the phones, talk to Derek listening to us in Albany, New York. Derek, how are you doing today, man? What's going on?
3: Hey, Bill. I like your theories on what might happen with Rodgers. I'm I'm open and accepting of whatever happens. I'm kind of a company guy. I've been a Packer fan since the early 60s. And, um, you know, here's a theory that I have. I get your point. You and Ben talking about it. If there's a time to trade him, it will be now. I won't freak out, you know. I mean, I think there's a there's a point of legacy, and it'd be great if he could retire as a Packer. But practically speaking, we could get a lot for for him right now. I mean, mm-hmm. it, hopefully, if we let's say Bill, we got a number one this year and a number one next year. My strategy would be if you that number one next year. Let's say you know Jordan Love starts and he doesn't do well, and we're like, ah, we're not sure about this. You know, behind closed doors. Then you could take your number one that you get yourself next year, plus the one that you might get from the Jets, and you could package something and move up and take another quarterback early, you know, and groom him. And you could still still see how Jordan is for for a few years. And if he's not the right guy, maybe you trade him or or whatever. But I think I get your point about that. And the other thing I've heard is, you know, Rodgers is willing to rework his deal, okay, his current deal. And maybe even, I don't know, Have you heard anything, Bill, about him being willing to give some money back? Maybe it's not, but if he could defer some money or give some back, he'd be viewed as a hero by the Packer Packer fans. I have not
0: heard specifically. He just said it would have to be redone, that there would have to be a rework there. I don't know about – he talked about some voidable years. I think there was a mention of and such, but I don't know specifically. Ben, did he say specifically about giving money back? I have the audio. You yeah. have the audio? This is what... This, take, appreciate the phone call, Derek. Take a listen. This is what Aaron Rodgers had to say about, uh, you know, the reworking of the deal and or, uh, you know, uh, you know money back.
3: But is the contract, like, something that you have to think about in this whole thing?
1: I don't think there'd be a scenario where I'd come back and that would be the number. I think it, it would definitely... Definitely things would have to shift.
0: Definitely things would have to shift. I know he... he um, I know he had talked about, you know, how things could not be the way they are regardless. Because if, say, they wanted to part ways, they would have to change that deal. You don't want to bury the Packers in that salary cap, you know, salary cap jail. And you don't want to, you know, hinder a good deal from being made. Also, in that sense, you would you know if he comes back, you'd like to be able to gain in some additional salary cap relief. So I'm sure there's going to be something reworked. I don't know if there's, hey, I don't even know if if I guess if he wanted to allow that to happen, if he wanted to rework the deal and make like two years voidable and don't worry about the guaranteed money or I you know I, I don't I don't know what the the NFL I I don't even know if the NFLPA would sign off on that, but. Uh, If you wanted to give some money back. And again, the the whole question becomes, why put yourself in this position to begin with? I said long ago, give the man the checkbook and just tell him, here you go. And if you want us to keep Bakhtiari, you better leave a little more money. If you want us to keep Cobb, you better leave a little more money. If you want us to keep Elton Jenkins, you better leave a little more money. And on down the list for all the guys you want us to keep. Because we can't pay everybody. We can't stay older. We can't stay the same. Give you all the money, but yet get better along the way. It just doesn't happen that way. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixty seven. So I agree. I, I you know I that my whole thing was if if it's not about the money, then why take the money? You know is what it is. Uh, our buddy Steve in Richfield says good championship weekend. I feel for, bad for the 49ers with all the injuries they had. I think Purdy doesn't get hurt. Maybe it's a much closer game. Congrats to Ben and the Eagles. I had his pick wrong. The Chiefs, the Bengals game also great. Too bad that a stupid penalty was the difference in the game with all the injuries to the Chiefs wide receivers. uh, And will they be available for Super Bowl? That's a great question. I believe that I said Mahomes would uh, find a way to work his magic and pull it out in the end. I also said the borough would throw a couple of picks. Great game. Attached is the photo uh, of the Badger band from Friday night. took my uh, young grandsons to their first hockey game down at the Admirals. Oh, that's so cool. He did send me a picture of the Wisconsin band up in the corner, up in Section 319, playing their asses off. That's awesome. Love it. I. Those are always, when they have the Wisconsin band at an Admirals game, it's fantastic. It's like when the band shows up at, you know, whatever. One of the best days to be at Lambeau Field is when all of a sudden the games get ready to get underway and out comes the Wisconsin marching band. It's fantastic. He says, somehow I think that Aaron Rodgers saga is going to unravel sooner rather than that. I believe. I believe. Um, What's today, Ben? Today's the 30th. I believe. When is the official league year start? I think it's March 14th. March 14th. So today is the 30th. I'm saying the week of the 27th. So that's that's a month and a half in to this uh, whole off-season, so to speak. I'm saying the week of the 27th, February 27th. Circle it on your calendar. Something by the 27th, I think, is going to break. We're going to start hearing more and more. Maybe the 20th it starts to heat up. But the week of the 27th, something happens. I would circle the 28th, February 28th, that Pat McAfee day. Like something may happen on the 28th. Something's tickling me right now. I'm just saying that might, might be the day. If I'm going to be a betting man, I might throw 50 bucks down on that, that date right there. 877-867-1670. 877 uh, 867 Hit us up over on the Facebook fan page. You can find us on the Bud Light live stream as well. Um what else do we have uh, here? Uh, Dennis real quick, he says, why do you keep saying why take all the money for Rogers? but uh, you keep failing to mention the money was the way Rogers saw the commitment from goody so he wouldn't get dropped. Um I have to think about that for a minute because it the way the contract was written, Everybody who's had a chance to take a look at the contract has said they can't believe Goody signed it, that Goody and Mark Murphy and Russ Ball signed off on this, because it's written so convolutedly, and there's so much money involved. Uh, we had Andrew Brandt on, uh, what was it, last week, I think. We talked to Andrew Brandt, and he talked about the the depth of this contract. There's been numerous capologists that have looked at this and went, this is really complicated. It takes a little bit to figure it out. But everything in that contract benefits Aaron Rodgers. It basically handcuffed the franchise to say, you're not going to get rid of me. We'll do. I'll do what I want to do. You're not going to get... Well, in part was they were showing the commitment to Rodgers. But that doesn't mean you take it all. You know, Rodgers to me would have been, I'll take less if you give me more. Because the the contentiousness has always been, you know, you're not going to pay me everything that I feel I'm worth. You're not going to give me all the guaranteed money that I feel I'm worth. And yet you're letting guys go that are good players around me. And the argument is, well, if you're going to take all the money, we don't have all the ability to get all the players. So they don't trust one another. You know, Ted would always say, yeah, we're going to get those players and never would. He would always try to fit a square peg into a round hole, you know, thus going back to guys like Nick Perry. The, you know, um, who was the big stand-up outside linebacker they had? Oh, I can't remember the guy's name. Anyway, that being said, it, it, it always went back to, well, we're going to get you guys. We're going to get these guys for you. And then he'd go find players that, instead of spending money in free agency to go get some of these guys, they weren't getting them. You know, they, they just, it, it was kind of like, oh, we're going to do this, you know. We're going to go out and get the Blake Martinez. Blake Martinez is going to be this incredible middle linebacker. I like Blake Martinez, but he wasn't. You know? He just wasn't. He wasn't that guy. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it, it's There There was always that mistrust between the two, and this was kind of guaranteeing the fact that even if I mistrusted you, I'm going to paint you into a corner that you cannot get out of unless I give you the ability to get out of it. 877 867 When we come back. Um, they, they, you know, I don't even know how you even try to pull this off. Pardon the pun. You'll get it when I come back. Cause it's just, it, it's, it's wrong on so many different levels. Stay tuned. We got more of the bill Michael show next. This is the bill Michael show
1: on the Wisconsin sports zone radio network. <laughs>